get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Are up to the home run softball home run derby wow, you championship. Start off with well, that. look, and he'll even tell you that was an incredible championship round with Brandon Moss, who was out at that home run derby with 101 ESPN at 105.7 The Point. It's great to catch up with Brandon on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line before the Cards and Royals go at it this weekend. Brandon, how are you, buddy? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys doing? We're doing fantastic. So this is the first time I've had the chance to talk with you since that home run derby. And I would imagine you're still uh, reveling in the fact that that kid just walked it off with fireworks going in the background. That was, I, hey, there's nothing I can say about that. That was awesome. That was, that was uh, for anybody that wasn't there, you missed a great show because that kid put like, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and what he did that last round to, to end up uh, walking it off. I mean, he took that time out after the first minute and a half, and I don't think after he came back, I don't think he took a swing that wasn't a home run. I think so. he was down by like 10. And for those of you that are listening, like, what are you guys talking about? So we had a home run derby, a charity home run derby uh, with uh, some former major league players. It was Brandon Moss, Jim Edmonds, Rick Ankiel, Adam Kennedy. We embarrassed ourselves on the radio side, or I guess I should just say BK and I embarrassed ourselves See, on the radio don't side. Don't tie me into that. I and wasn't then, there. And then they had some college athletes as well out there. And so the championship was Brandon Moss and then a college athlete. And I think he was down by like 10 with less than a minute to go, Brandon. He took a timeout. And then I got some t- foil theory behind this because I feel like they had those fireworks planned because as soon as he started hitting bombs after the timeout, the fireworks started going off. No doubt. I felt like, you know what? I'm happy he won, but where were my fireworks? <laughs> you know, I'm out there dying about to collapse in the middle of a round. I could have used some fireworks. I'm with you on that one. Well, Brandon, it is always it's always great to catch up with you, man. And I know you're enjoying the uh, the summertime right now, the warm weather with the family. We're doing some traveling during that home run derby. But we wanted to get you on because, of course, it's the Cardinals and Royals going head to head. But I want to start off just because the Cardinals are in a little bit of a rut right now, struggling, just swept by the Braves. When you were a player, a part of a team, whether it was the Cardinals, whether it was the Royals, the Athletics, when you were going through a rough period of time, how is you? How how did you as a team find a way to get out of that? Um, I think a lot of times it depended on how long the the, uh, the downturn was. Like if you go, you know, getting swept in a series is not fun, especially when you're getting swept in a team by you know a team that you know the, the Braves are decent. They've got a lot of talent, but they're struggling this year a little bit. So they're not they're not playing the type of baseball that they they're capable of over the course of the year, but then you run into them in a series and they seem to get hot against you. And it's like, really, this is the time 
you're going to pick to get hot. But at the same time, I mean, you know, you play so much baseball that I, I don't think it ever really leaves you. I mean, that, that you're never out of it. I mean, until you're mathematically eliminated, um, if you're a team like the Cardinals or even if you're a team like the Braves, like you, you know that all the way until mid-September, if you're still in it, you've got you've got a chance with that wild card format. So you just kind of move on and say that was a bad series. And now they've got the Royals coming in and the Royals have really struggled this year. They got Mike Miner. I think I heard him say tonight, which he's a good pitcher, but at the same time, um, you got Wayno on the mound. Who's a veteran guy who's having a great year. Um, I think, I think, I think tonight will be a, a, you know, he'll put a stop to that and get things, get the ship righted. Brandon, you said how you guys you, locker room, you guys tried to. It's you got a long season, and you mentioned uh, the, you still have a chance, so you're mathematically eliminated. Here on the radio side, we look at the schedule and we say, okay, well, you've got nine coming up against the Royals and the Pirates, and we say, well, you the Cardinals, they know it too. You you got to start winning games when you're ten games back in Milwaukee, eight out of the wild card race. I'm curious in the locker room as a player. Do you guys kind of look at a schedule and say, okay, we got nine games against the Pirates and the Royals. We just got swept. We need to try and go seven and two, or is it just kind of we just got to go out there day after day after day and just take care of business? Um, I always looked at it a little bit, but for but for me as an offensive player, it wasn't necessarily about who team-wise we had coming up. It was who we were going to be facing on the pitching side. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, even bad teams can have an ace, and you know that you need to go in there and win two out of three, or, or you need to win series going forward. So you're looking at your best opportunities to do that. But in all honesty, it, sometimes those little runs where you can have 10 or 11 games against sub-500 teams, they, they hurt you because you may go – say you had, a, say you had, you know, 10 games against sub 500 teams and you go six and four and that seems like you did good but then you have uh another uh, other teams in the division that that go out and and like milwaukee and or or something like that and they go and they go seven and three against good teams and you're like crap now we still got to play the good teams but then you play the good teams and you seem to play better you you i don't know why that is but like it's it's always there's something different about when you're not expected to win. You know what I mean? When you're expected to win, sometimes it's hard to go out and win. Well, Gilbert, but, go ahead, oh, Brandon. Go ahead. No, you're fine. No, I was I was just going to say, with that being said, Brandon, it does feel like when you're in – I mean, players always say once it's post-All-Star break, that's where the playoff push really begins. And, look, when the, when the All-Star game ended, I think the Cardinals were like eight games back. They're around 11 games out of the Central right now. But do series losses or sweeps, do those sting more when it's middle of August or in September rather than, say, May or June? Yeah, for sure. For sure, because, you know, it, that's the truth. It's such a long season that, you know, I mean, I, look at the Texas Rangers in 2012 when, um, when I was with the A's. They had like a 10-game lead on us at the All-Star break. And we came back and had a ridiculous second half, and we won on the last day of the season and took the division. And that happens, that maybe not coming back from ten games, but four, five, six games. Those happen quite often. I remember, and I think it was uh, maybe 2014 or 13. You know, the Braves and us. You know, we we had huge leads going into certain things, and I don't even think the Braves made the made the postseason that year. 
you know, collapse has happened by the teams at the top. And if you just stay consistent and play good baseball and don't worry about, don't think about the next 15 games ahead, think about this series, think about this game. I know that sounds cliche, but it's really hard because if you're thinking about 10 and 11 games ahead and then you go and you lose two in a row, it's like, well, what do we got to do to make those two up? But then you think about today and you go and you went today and then you went tomorrow and you get on a little bit of a streak, and then once you're on a streak, anything anything can happen. Brandon, you mentioned the 2014 kind of making that run when you were with the Oakland A's. We just wrapped up the MLB trade deadline last week, and in 2014, when you were with that A's team, they made a couple of big moves. They went out and got John Lester. I believe they brought in Jeff Samarja as well, if I'm not mistaken. What kind of a boost, kind of a two-part question here, what kind of a boost does it bring to the locker room when the front office kind of – buys into your team and helps you add pieces. And I don't know if you were ever a part of a team, but where maybe the front office, you guys thought we just need that one piece and they didn't get that move. What does that kind of send to the locker room when the front office kind of helps you out? Um, well, okay, so in 2012, 13, and 14, I feel like Billy and Dave Forrest went out and got pieces to add to our team because they saw what we were what we were doing and, they believed in what we had that it could make a run and they went and added to it. And I mean, all you, I mean, other than 2014, which, you know, that second half collapse that we had in Oakland was more due to the fact that the offense just went cold more than it had to do with anything else because we went and got Lester and he pitched awesome. And so did Samarja and uh, Hamels struggled a little bit. Uh, Jason Hamill struggled a little bit during the season, but he righted the ship and then he, he pitched well in September, so all the pieces that we went and got in 2014 played well. It's just the rest of us didn't when we kind of fell apart. But I mean, um, even in the even in the wild card game, you know, <clears throat> against uh, Kansas City, we had the lead going into the eighth or ninth inning, and I mean, we just couldn't hold it down. And then we had the lead in the twelfth inning and just couldn't hold it down. People like to talk about Lester and his inability to hold runners back then. Um, but Lester was never one to hold runners. He would mix up his times, and that's how he would keep them at first base. But he's a pitcher. I mean, Lester pitched great that game. He made, you know, I mean, he went a little long in that game. I think he went to the seventh inning with a with a high pitch count and trying to take a little further and gave up some runs. But when he left the game, we still had the lead, and that's what his job was. And so, you know, the bullpen just didn't hold it down that year, and that's going to happen. You know what I mean? That's going to happen. But I think that um, in 2017, when I was with the Royals, we were we were struggling a little bit at the All-Star break, but we, we really – we were still in the middle of it, and we didn't go get really anything that could have helped us. And uh, we just finished a few games back of a wild-card spot, and that was that was kind of upsetting. And I think it was upsetting for the guys like Moustakas and Hosmer and those guys, because they knew that was their last kind of go at it in, in Kansas city. So definitely those things are paid attention to. Brandon final one. I wanted to ask you is about John Lester. You played with him, as you mentioned in Oakland, and I believe you were with him in Boston for a little bit of time at the beginning of your career as well. We came up together. Yeah. We came up in the minor leagues together. So what kind of guy is John Lester? I mean, we've all seen his career and of course it's kind of at the tail end of his career, but just give us in our listeners an idea of the, the player and teammate John Lester is. He's a perfectionist. Um, He's a, he's a guy that like, it's, he does. It's not just about um, 
getting through the game or getting a win. Like he wants to make sure that everything he can do, he does. He, you know, he works hard. He, he uh, takes care of his body, obviously evidenced by the amount of pitches he's thrown in his career and innings he's thrown in his career and the numbers he's put up. But he's just a guy that uh, I, I don't know these guys personally, but like I think of like Greg Maddox, John Smoltz, Tom Glavin when I was growing up as a Braves, Braves fan. He reminds me of the things that I would always read about them in the paper as a kid about how they went about their business. Like, like just strict professionalism, you know, they keep their emotions in check, they're competitors, but they're perfectionists. You know, it's not enough to go out there and win seven to five and pitch five innings and give up three or four runs. Like they want to go seven and they want to give up two. You know what I mean? At the most, like that's, that's the guys that they look at themselves as. And I know that when we got Lester, when I was, when I was in Oakland, I mean, I was so excited because I came up with him in the minor leagues in Boston and I just knew the type of mentality that he brought. And I just knew that with our young pitchers that we had, like we had, uh, we, I don't know if we still had Jared Parker, but we had AJ Griffin and we had Sonny Gray and we had Tom Malone, which were really good pitchers, but they were young. I thought it was going to just really help to boost that staff to have a guy like Lester come in and then see how he does stuff. Yeah, it sounds like an awful lot like just an old-school pitcher, which is awesome to have as a part of your yeah. ball club. Brandon, it is always great to catch up with you, my man. Enjoy the rest of the summer with the family, and uh, we look forward to hopefully catching up with you again real soon, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always a pleasure. Always great. There you go. Brandon Moss, former Cardinals first baseman and outfielder, always a pleasure to talk to. And I, I, I'll i consider him a home run champion in that so, softball home run derby, T-Bone, because I'm with him. There was a little tinfoil there, the, the fireworks going on. I'm kind of buying into that, He too. didn't get fireworks, and I was hoping he was going to get fireworks. Yeah, and that's kind of like an extra boost. You know, you fireworks are going off. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. By I got the, a little bit of extra left to finish this thing out right. strong. All jokes aside, he crushed it in that home run derby. It was so fun watching Brandon Moss just take those Did those you take notes? I see you got your notebook out here. Yeah, Did you take notes? Uh, well, no, because he left. He didn't speak to BK and I for how embarrassing we were on the field I mean, that I day. I can't blame him on that one. Hey, if you got questions, you can send them over to the Air Comfort Service text line at 65780. We'll also get into a couple more mic drops as we continue to move along here on BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. 